I'm on the winning side. Yes, I'm on the winning side. Hello, friends, and welcome to the Winning Side Podcast with Jeremy Coburnett, pastor of Victory Baptist Church in Roanoke Rapids, North Carolina. It is God's desire for His people to experience victory and to live on the winning side each and every day. We are so glad that you have joined us today and pray you will be blessed as you listen to today's edition of The Winning Side with Pastor Jeremy Coburnett. Thank you for joining us today. It is Monday, June 14th, and we're looking forward to a great week. Uh, we had a great day yesterday, and we're looking forward to our summer revival beginning tonight here at Victory Baptist Church. Thank you for tuning in on 95.9 FM. Uh, thank you to those that are watching on Facebook and those that are uh, listening online uh, on the podcast or on our brand new app. Uh, we were talking this morning, that app is available uh, for all Apple devices. If you have an iPhone or an iPad or um, an Apple computer, you can get the, uh, the app for WVFV, uh, Voice for Victory Radio. And I think we're just a couple days away from having that app available for Android devices. And so different, if, basically if your cell phone is not an Apple uh, a smartphone, then we'll have that app ready here I think in a few days. We'll keep you posted on that. But we're so thankful that you're listening. Let us know. We'd love to hear from you. And uh, we are praising the Lord for a great day in church yesterday. We had people saved. We had people baptized. Uh, we had a special group with us in the morning from Golden State Baptist College. We had a great message. Brother Bircham preached a powerful message. And then we had dinner on the grounds. And whoa, we had a good time with some hamburgers and hot dogs. And uh, we had chili and we had slaw and we had some cheese sauce we poured over those burgers and dogs. It was good. And then we had a great service last night, got to hear our choir sing and special music and just a wonderful day in church. And I thank the Lord for the services. We've got our June tent services going on. Uh, we start tonight, Revival, 7 o'clock, Monday night, Tuesday night, Wednesday night with Brother Joe Arthur, and we love it when Brother Arthur comes. He's come every year now for these past four or five years, and uh, he'll be preaching. We'll try to get him to sing throughout the week, and it'll be a great time. And then next Sunday, we'll be under the tent, Sunday morning, 11, Sunday night at 6 o'clock, and I hope you'll plan to join us. And uh, you say, oh, it's, it's too hot, or oh, those chairs are not comfortable. Well, maybe not. But I promise you this, it will be a blessing uh, to come and to uh, hear the singing and the preaching and enjoy the fellowship with God's people, and we're looking forward to it. Happy birthday. I think I missed Friday. I think I failed to mention the Saturday birthdays and anniversary. So last Saturday uh, was Brinley Dixon's birthday. Happy birthday to Brinley. And then last Saturday, Joe and Faye Nelson uh, had their anniversary. And so I hope you had a great anniversary on Saturday. Then yesterday, uh, happy birthday, Brother Dan Bybee. Uh, he turned the big 4-0, and uh, we got to uh, talk about that yesterday in the services. And then uh, Gene Dollum had his birthday yesterday, and Carolyn Miles and Teresa Squire. Happy birthday to you. And then today, uh, Joan Todd and Lucky Walker, happy birthday. And then today, happy anniversary 
to Michael and Debbie Morris. Hope you folks have a great day. We're praying for our nation and we're praying for Israel and uh, we're praying for God to do a great work in our church during this summer revival. And I hope you'll be in prayer for your church. If Victory Baptist Church is not your church, I hope you're praying every day for your church. Uh, I hope you pray for our radio station. If you're listening today, I hope you'll take some time to pray that God would bless uh, Voice for Victory Radio. I want you to hear a song. Uh, we love to play Brother Joe Arthur's CDs on our radio. And here's a great song by Brother Joe Arthur. He's singing and playing the guitar every hour and every day. I'm thankful for God's grace and God's mercy and God's goodness every hour and every day. You listen and enjoy it, and then we'll get into our Bible study. Once in the stillness of the late midnight hour, I felt the presence of the Lord's saving power. I fell on my knees and I cried to Him there. Oh, merciful Savior, hear a lost sinner's prayer. Well, every hour and every day and every moment and every way I'm leaning on Jesus. He's the rock of my soul. I'm singing His praises. singing God's praises and uh, thanking Him for His goodness. Uh, were it not for the grace of God, I promise you we wouldn't be here today. And uh, God has been so good to us, and I appreciate that great song. Looking forward to uh, hearing from Brother Joe Arthur this week. And you pray for him as he's traveling in this afternoon. And uh, then he'll be with us Monday night, Tuesday night, Wednesday night under the tent here at 2360 Bowling Road, right here in Roanoke Rapids, Victory Baptist Church. We'll have a great time together. I want you to take your Bibles and I want you to turn with me to Proverbs 5. 
Uh, while you're turning there, I just got a note from uh, Brother Bill Bybee. That's Brother Dan's uh, dad and Bill and Becky. They've been in town for a couple weeks visiting, and we've sure enjoyed having them. Um, Brother, uh, I said it yes last night, I guess, in the service, but Brother Dan and I, we've known each other for many years. And uh, when uh, Brother Dan uh, was in high school, uh, his parents, uh, they uh, started coming to my dad's church in Illinois. And they've been a blessing. They've been faithful. And I appreciate them so much. Brother Bybee just sent me a text and asked if we could pray for a missionary, Brother Bruce Schwalbe. Uh, he is a missionary to the deaf in India. And uh, he said that from the message I got that Brother Schwalbe had a heart attack this morning and had to be airlifted to the hospital. So I hope you pray for him. And let's take a moment to pray right now, and then we'll get into our Bible study. Lord, we pray your blessing upon our time together here on the radio. I pray for this dear missionary, Lord, who has been faithful to you for so many years. I pray that you touch him, and I pray that you'd raise him up, give the doctors wisdom, and I pray that you would do a miracle. And Lord, I pray for our missionaries all over the world, even today, that you'd protect them, give them strength, give them power, and bless them and use them. I pray for our church family today. I pray that you'd bless us. I pray for the uh, tent revival beginning tonight. I pray that you'd do a mighty work in the preaching and the singing and the fellowship. I pray everything that's said and done, Lord, it bring honor and glory to you and it would strengthen us and uh, help us to be equipped and help us to be uh, uh, more committed to serving you and seeing people saved and seeing this community reached with the gospel of Christ. We pray in Jesus' name. Amen. Proverbs 5, verse number 1. Solomon writes again to his son. He says, My son, attend unto my wisdom and bow thine ear to my understanding. We see number one in this particular chapter of Proverbs 5. We see wisdom. Again, you'll see it all throughout the book of Proverbs. This is the goal. The goal is not money. The goal is not fame. The goal is not status. The goal is not stuff. The goal is wisdom. And attaining wisdom is not a one-time event. You know, I love the projects, and I'm sure you do too. I love the projects where you can say, this project is done. It is completed. It is finished. Uh, we see that in sports. In sports, when there is a championship, uh, at the end of that championship game or that championship tournament, whatever, they'll present a trophy and say, you have won. You are first place. Well, can I tell you that comes at the end, but there's an entire season of games that have to be played and games that have to be won and, and it's divided into quarters or, or periods or halves or whatever. And then you get done with the regular season. Then there are the playoffs and then there's this tournament and this series and you get to the end and there's a championship. Well, can I tell you, for the Christian life, wisdom is not a one-time event. Wisdom is something that is a journey. It's not a destination, but it's a journey. It's ongoing. It's every day we need wisdom. There may be some days where you feel like, I'm doing pretty good. Uh, I've got some wisdom, and I'm learning, and I'm growing. And then you'll do something like I do from time to time, uh, usually more often than what I like to admit. I'll stick my foot in my mouth. Or I'll make a decision. I'll say, that was so foolish. Why did I do that? And you know why we do that? Because we're flesh. We do that because we're human. We do that because we make mistakes. But the goal is to get wisdom. The goal is every day to strive for uh, wisdom that comes from God. Notice what it says in verse number uh, one. It says, my son, attend unto my wisdom. 
means listen. Solomon's saying, son, I got something to say, but you got to listen. Then it says, bow thine ear to my understanding. Literally, it's when you get your ear close and say, okay, I've got to catch this. I've got to hear this. I've got to pay attention. Have you ever been in a conversation and you were listening, but not all the way? And then there's some conversations where you're listening and it's almost like you lean forward and you think, I've got to catch every word of this. This is important. This is must know, must have information. I believe in life so many times we fail to pay attention. Uh, there There are learning experiences every single day for us if we'll just pay attention. You know, you can learn a lot from people. You can learn a lot from your coworkers. You can learn a lot from your husband or your wife or learn a lot from your children. You can learn a lot just from observing and the situations all around us every day. Sometimes we learn what to do. Sometimes we learn what not to do. But we should always be learning. We should always be growing. I preached last night about exercising ourselves unto godliness. And we ought to be Uh, growing in grace and growing in knowledge every single day. We should be stronger today spiritually than we were yesterday. We should be stronger spiritually today than we were last year. But number one, we all need wisdom. Uh, We should attend to it. We should bow our ear to it. Verse two, it says that thou mayest regard discretion, that thy lips may keep knowledge. We must have wisdom Number one, I see wisdom. Number two, I want you to see Solomon talks about a strange woman. So number one is wisdom, but number two is a woman. This is a woman that Solomon is warning his son about. This is a strange woman as opposed to a godly woman or a Proverbs 31 woman that we often talk about. This word strange is an interesting word here. It doesn't mean that this particular woman is weird or she is, you know, quirky or she's unusual and, you know, kind of, kind of goofy. But this word strange literally means one that does not belong to you. And Solomon is warning his son. He said, you better watch out for that woman that does not belong to you. In some cases, it's an unsaved person. In other cases, maybe it's a saved one who's not spiritual or someone who is backslidden. You say, well, how do you know that? Well, as we look at the strange woman and we see her conduct in Proverbs 5, we can tell this is not a woman that is pleasing to God. I want to remind you, the author of this, of Proverbs 5, is Solomon. And Solomon knew something about strange women. You know how he knew? Because the Bible says in 1 Kings 11, but Solomon loved many strange women. And you know what those strange women did? The Bible says that they turned his heart away from God and they turned his heart after other gods. Solomon is writing here and Solomon is saying, son, don't go down the path that I did. Uh, Don't follow that path because those strange women, they will lead you astray. How sad that Solomon's life and Solomon's uh, 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 time as the king, it was adversely affected by the strange women that he allowed to influence him. These strange women, (coughs) excuse me, eventually led him away from God. A woman that leads you away from God (coughs) is not a good woman. (coughs) Excuse me, I'm getting all choked up here. (coughs) I'm so sorry. 
I was doing that under the tent last night, <clears throat> and I thought it was because of all the fans blowing and all that, but I'm in a room now where there's no fans blowing, so I'm not sure what my problem is. But I want you to see about the strange woman. Number one, I want you to see her words. Her words. The Bible talks about her lips and talks about her mouth. It says that her words are sweet like a honeycomb. Her words are smoother than oil. The Bible says that she flatters with her mouth. You see, a strange woman is not necessarily the one that comes in. It's not necessarily somebody that's coming in and who is cussing and swearing and being rude and all that. Thank you, Brother Caleb. But a strange woman is one who often is very smooth with her words. Uh, she is one who can say just the right thing and she'll flatter you, she'll brag on you, but she's doing it not because she thinks highly of you. She's doing it to get something out of you. The Bible talks about the strange woman and her words. Number two, it talks about her ways. Notice verse five, her feet go down to death. That's not the way you want to go. And her steps take hold on hell. That is not the direction you want to go for your life. You don't want to go the way of death. You don't want to go the way of hell. You want to go the way of God. But her words, the Bible says, and her ways uh, are not good. Then it talks about, in Proverbs 5, it talks about her wardrobe. Or you could say her lack thereof. Uh, the Bible says that the strange woman is dressed with the attire of an harlot. Can I tell you, uh, a Christian lady ought not dress like a strange woman. A Christian lady ought to dress in modest apparel. A Christian lady ought to cover herself up, uh, not uh, showing off her body, uh, not uh, allowing people to see her nakedness, but a Christian woman ought to dress in a way that brings honor and glory to the Lord. The Bible says that the strange woman, uh, she is subtle of heart. She is loud and stubborn. Her feet abide not in her house. Uh, she gives much fair speech and flattery. Verse number 21, we see the warning about the strange woman. The Bible says to Solomon, tells his son, he says, remove thy way from her. He says, don't even get close. Don't allow yourself uh, to be destroyed by the strange woman. And then we see not only uh, her words and her ways and her wardrobe, and we see the warning, but we see the why. Well, notice verse number 20. It says, And why wilt thou, my son, be ravished with a strange woman? Uh, the question is, why? Why would you do that? Verse number 20. It says that her end, the Bible says, uh, are the ways of death. Uh, it says in verse number uh, 22, his own iniquity shall take the wicked himself. He shall be holden with the cords of his sins. He shall die without instruction and in the greatness of his folly, he shall go astray. Can I tell you, you don't want to go that direction. Uh, we'll look at later in Proverbs 7, we'll see that the, 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 the young person, the simple person, they'll say, what have I done? Why didn't I listen? But I want to encourage you today to get wisdom. And then I want to encourage you to avoid the strange woman. And I want to encourage for all the men, avoid the strange woman. But I want to encourage the ladies, don't be the strange woman, but be the Proverbs 31. Be the woman that is godly, the woman that brings honor and glory to Jesus Christ in her life. I hope it's been a help to you today. We didn't get all the way through Proverbs 5, but we'll finish tomorrow, Lord willing. And thank you for tuning in. May God bless you. Hope you have a great day. And let's live on the winning side. On the win
winning side. Yes, I'm on the winning side. Thank you for joining us today on the Winning Side Podcast with Jeremy Coburnett, pastor of Victory Baptist Church in Roanoke Rapids, North Carolina. If today's episode encouraged you in your Christian life, would you consider sharing this daily podcast with a friend, a neighbor, maybe a family member, or a coworker? We are grateful for your help in spreading the good news of Jesus Christ. If we can ever be a help to you in any way, please let us know by calling or texting us at 252-308-4600. Thanks again for listening today, and we look forward to having you join us again next time on The Winning Side Podcast with Jeremy Coburnett.